Thanks for joining us for the December edition of the Lee Schools TV podcast. I'm Rob Spicker, Assistant Director in the Communications Department and your host for our conversation. Today, we're going to focus in on JROTC, the Junior Reserve Officers Training Corps. Why? Well, because we got about 8,000 students in the school district that are members of this program. They earn millions in scholarships every year, put in tens of thousands, 10,000 hours a year or so volunteering, and they are leaders on their school campuses. So let's meet a couple of them. Our guest today, Cadet Commander Kenneth Moe. He's from Lehigh Senior High School and also Cadet Commander Dayami Gonzalez. She's from South Fort Myers High School. We appreciate you both coming in. Thanks for joining us. I want to ask you both a simple question about how you got involved. Maybe Kenneth first. What started you on the JROTC path? So for when I was a freshman coming into high school, COVID year, of course, a lot of impactful decisions we had to make uh, for each other and individually. Mm-hmm. Coming, I was like, oh, my God, what electives am I going to be awarded? Because COVID year just struck everyone like really deeply. And JROTC was one of those electives that kind of just shifted like the motion to high school of what like truly the introduction of high school feels like because in JRGC it really gives us the motion to like be you know who we are it builds our character so with that coming year of freshman I was mm-hmm. like okay JRGC here we go I that, guess you know? that's what it was and for yeah. you uh, for me I joined JRGC my freshman year as well because of a credit requirement I had a choice between taking either HOPE or JROTC, and I decided to go with JROTC because I knew a couple people, friends and family, who have done it in the past, and they've enjoyed it. So that's why I decided to do it and stay. And as seniors, what do you think the opportunities are that it's now offered you over the last four years? So I'd say one of the main opportunities is it's allowed me to meet a lot of new people both in school and outside of school, and it's also given me a lot of opportunities to volunteer and work for the community. What about for you? I think it really gives a lot of opportunities to like grow as a person, like as I said, character, but also like as a secondary option for like, like think about secu- I'm sorry, secondary education. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives the option to grow more and early into those stages of your future career, your future workspace, your environment, what you want to do in life. Is there a lesson that you've learned or you've been taught that, you know, sticks with you, helps you now? I think the lesson that I've learned is every opportunity you have to take. Like, even if it is outside of your comfort zone, there's so much room to grow for yourself and as an individual, even if you don't realize you can do it, you know? You just got to take the opportunity and dive into what seems like something you would never even do in life, so... Any good lessons for you so far? Yeah, personally, I'd say one of the lessons that affected me the most is about communication skills and public speaking. As a freshman, I was super shy. I barely did not speak until I was spoken to, and I never really stepped up and took risks. Now, as a senior, I can say I'm more confident with myself. And, like, for example, now I do the announcements every morning for my school, Mm -hmm. and I'm not so shy, and I'm not afraid of going in front of a crowd of people. So you both mentioned a little bit, JRGC or you did Diamia, as it, it's an elective that you can take as a freshman. So it's available to every student. Yes. Um, and what does that first class focus on? So of co- at the beginning of every year, the first class is your five-year plan, where you plan out every single year for the next five years of what you're going to do with your life and how you're going to go about doing it. And then we go into working on both leadership skills and personal skills as well. What kind of leadership is part of that first class? There's a lot of 
um, in motion with introducing leadership to younger people of society because freshmen are typically on the younger side of um, high school students. And thus for, like, you know, leadership is something, like, that's new. It's generally developing in young um, student minds. So. so it's just giving them a way to learn how to be leaders, giving yes, them sir. some skills, some tips, some thoughts. That's, mm-hmm. And as an elective, it's available to anybody. So any student could take the class. I'm sure sitting here you'd both recommend it. Yes. Um, so then to get involved in JROTC, that takes another level, right? To sort of volunteer to move into those extracurricular activities. Just because you take the leadership class, you're not necessarily part of the program. Am I correct in that? Uh, yes. If you're in the class, you're part of JROTC. But I'd say after your second year of JROTC, once you've already met the requirements, the choice of going on to your third and fourth year is completely up to the student. And when they do, that's when they're officially like engraved into the program and they're stepping up into a leadership position. In those third and fourth years. Yes. Okay. So I do want to talk about those programs that are involved, that are there, all these extracurricular activities that a student can get into. Uh, one of those, Drill and Color Guard, which you're involved in, Dayami. Yes, I'm actually the drill commander for my school. Uh, drill essentially is about discipline and synchronization with the team. We compete in both armed and unarmed events, and we can also compete as a squad, which is a line of about six to eight people, and a platoon, which is about three or four squads put together. With drill, we also go into color guard, which is presenting the colors. So we have two flag bearers and two rifle bearers. And then with exhibition, it further adds on to drill, but it's the more creative side with rifle spinning, and they can make their own beats and movements for the competition. And there's Raiders, which is a real physical, the physical competition for JROTC, which you did for a couple of years, Kenneth. Raiders is extremely physical, and it's a mental challenge. But as personally for my two years, it's it it really do it really does show like the mental side of it. Mm Even if you're, if you think physically, oh, like I'm gonna be tired on this 5K, it's a huge mental challenge. And to take fourth onto that mental stride, that longevity of stress that um, it puts into you, in the end, it's all worth it if it really develops your, um, your strength in, a, in your character. Gotcha. There's a marksmanship program too. I don't know if either of you have participated but can you i know you can at least describe what marksmanship is if one of you can so marksmanship is it's a yet another competition that uh, competes on the district and state level um they mainly handle with as it says marksmanship um airsoft rifles where they shoot um i believe lead bullets in in a compressed rifle and Mm -hmm. they just take on um just at the target. Target range competition, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. The same kind of leadership, a lot of skills are involved in that class as well, that, that it all comes together from what it's been explained to me. Drones, uh, you can fly drones. There's robotics, so that's another opportunity. Do you want to, can you, what can you say about that program? So for drones, robotics, and the Cyber Patriots team, they're all kind of grouped together as the STEM teams. Uh, with drones, they're flying actual drones through obstacle courses, and with robotics, they're in charge of designing, creating, and competing with the robots uh, through a different type of obstacle course. And then with Cyber Patriot, it's more of the computer side of things. And there's academic uh, challenges. There's leadership challenges. And both of you are involved. Can you describe what those are? So as for leadership and academic challenges, mainly for the competition level, JLab, um, it is presented for let ones, let twos, or let threes 
which essentially are the levels of JRTC, LED3 being the third year, you know? Okay. Um, JLab, it focuses on, let's talk about the leadership aspect. It focuses on the, um, what the trivia of being a leader, what, what are the, like the definition of being a leader and what direction that, um, you could take and learn from other people. Yeah. But there is there the, the so there's a, pro, a special project though involved in the in the in the G in this leadership aspect. Yes. And tell me about the academic side. Uh, so with academics, it's basically SAT and ACT prep. It goes into different questions based on English, math, science, and current events, and they compete as a team. I know we just had our district academic and leadership bowl yesterday, right? Yes. And mm -hmm. Southport Myers won first place for the academic bowl <laughs> in the districts. Congratulations. <laughs> and volunteering. I mentioned how JROTC cadets put in tens of thousands of hours every year. What kind of volunteer opportunities have been available to the two of you? Uh, so I've started off volunteering my freshman year with just school stuff. So we have volunteering to help with parking and cleanup for the football games. And then it also goes into community activities like the Edison Lights Parade, the Veterans Parade. Uh, I've also helped with the new Home Depot that opened up. I think, I believe it was a couple months ago. And we presented the colors for Home Depot. I've also done the, I've also presented the colors for a couple school board meetings. Mm -hmm. So we both get involved with school activities and community activities. Same for you? Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, more emphasis on what Diane said. Color Guard, to, to emphasis more on Color Guard. Color Guard, as an extracurricular, also provides many, many um, community service hours, actually, because the district does provide a lot of opportunities like school board meetings, presenting mm -hmm. colors, opening ceremonies. All those events are, you know, they're special and they're very incorporated to JRTC alone. And those volunteer hours are pretty necessary if you want the Bright Future Scholarship, so it's an easy way to continue to, to add them up. One of the key things about this program, as I understand it, is it's designed to be student-led. So you as seniors are now leading the freshmen and sophomores that are coming in, correct? Explain how that is meant to work. So when we are going towards the end of the year, we have a top 11 board where cadets can choose to go to the board and compete for leadership positions. Uh, it's like an basically like an interview and they get selected for leadership positions. We also have leadership even starting with the freshmen and sophomores. When we're having our uniform inspections, we have squad leaders who step up to the plate, platoon sergeants, different positions from freshman to senior year that get filled. And then my school, we personally started a mentorship program starting last year. Uh, essentially what it is, we created a Google survey and we sent it out to freshmen and sophomores and we paired them with a senior that we felt they most were alike and would get along with. And that senior or junior was in charge of that freshman or sophomore for the rest of the year. And they would help them to teach them how to go to like a promotion board, how to step up to leadership positions, how to properly set up their uniform, basically everything about JROTC. They were like their personal guide. Hmm. Kenneth, you doing the same thing as a senior now? In a similar sense, yes. Um, with a program with over a little over a thousand cadets, it's, it's pretty hard to manage like the specifics on who does who does what mm -hmm. and what is organized throughout the program? So in um in personally my our program my program, um, we focus a lot on teamwork and group effort. Like 
lot of a lot of a lot of group work, just mm-hmm. a lot of teamwork. I gotta ask while we look at you guys sitting there, to describe what's on your uniforms. What a, what a, what does each thing symbolize? Uh, so of course we have our name tag mm-hmm. with the star. The star represents the honor unit of distinction. Uh, we have a JPA project that happens every couple of years. Um, each school it has a different rotation, and through that process, they could be determined whether or not they're an honor unit with distinction. And then the reef around it represents uh, your GPA. So students with a 3.0 GPA or above, they get the reef. And then we have our school's crest. You've got red and black. So what, are that, what does that mean on your shoulders? Uh, so these are the commander cords. This one is for being the drill commander. And this one is for being the brigade commander at my school. And you have blue and blue and gold. Same thing? Um, yep. Just this, because different school colors? Uh, similarly, yes. This is for the exhibition commander, which is the subclass of drill. Okay. Um, and this one, as Diamond said, this is for me as a regiment commander for right. the program. Well, congratulations. Obviously, you've worked your way through the program. You mentioned at the very beginning that five-year plan. Um, so let's go into that five-year plan. It changes each year. It's something you do every year, right? So let's talk, talk about the very beginning. You're a freshman, Kenneth, and they say develop a five-year plan. What did it mean? What did you kind of put in it? Well, firstly, stating academic goals. Academic goals, when I came into freshman year, it heavied on me because I followed the aspects of my brother who is two years older than me. I followed heavily into his steps and I wanted to pursue the highest academic um, achievements I could you know, get. Mm-hmm. So following that five-year plan, I wrote the highest, um, the vision, the vision of what I see myself as a growing uh, high school student. Gotcha. And now as seniors, you were explaining before we started, Daomi, how it's a little bit different that five-year plan because it's much more intense. Yes. So every year, every school year, you are creating a new five-year plan. It's like the very first lesson of the year. And of course, when you're a senior, now the next five years are five years after high school. So now you have to actually go in to think about not just school academic stuff anymore. You have to think about your personal life, like when you plan to buy a car, when you, where you want to go to college, how you're going to pay for it, where you want to live, everything. So... I'm a, you know, I'm a, an eighth grader about to enter my high school years or a ninth grader wondering what to do. Sell me on the program. Give me the pitch. Why should uh, my child or me as a student get involved in JROTC? So for our mission statement of what we believe in as a whole JROTC program and as a district, it is to motivate young people to become better citizens. Like, as you said, there is no military obligation at all. It is all to better better yourself as a character and an individual throughout society, growing as a person, a mature person in society. Anything you'd add to that? Yeah, that, like he said, it's a little, it's a misconception a lot of people have that JRTC is just about the military, and if you're in JRTC, that means you're going to the military. That's not it at all. When you join JRTC, you're focusing on bettering yourself as a person and as a citizen. You're focusing on your personal leadership skills, your communication skills, how to represent yourself, and it helps you get involved with the community. So who should uh, a new student or an incoming student look to to get involved? Should they look for a student that's in uniform or one of, the, the, one of your instructors? Where would you direct them? I'd say talk to one of the JRTC instructors because they can give you the most direct route of how to get into JRTC. But it's also a good option to talk to the kids who are in JRTC as well. Like get to know your peers and you can hear a firsthand experience of what JRTC is actually like and why you should join. Our last word, last question to both of you. 
sum up your experience. I'll start with you, Dayami. Sum up your experience in JRTC. What's it meant? What's it been worth? Um, when I started JRTC, I was a little bit unsure about like the whole program, but after my first year, I knew I was going to stay in JRTC for all four years. The connection I've made with my peers is something that I will never experience with anything else. Like I'm still best friends with some of the people I met freshman year and sophomore year, mm -hmm. and it's also better me, like both I said before, as a person. Um, as I said before, I was really shy freshman year, and now I'm able to do things like this podcast today <laughs> and represent myself in front of a group of people and the community. And it's also given me a sense of purpose of how to better my community because um, every year we do like a service learning project, and it really shows you how to be a good citizen and how to better yourself as a person. And for you, sum up the experience. Wow, it's it's <laughs> been it's been a really big road for me because, like I said, as a freshman, I I went to JRTC. I had no idea what I was gonna do in the future. I really thought I was just gonna go into college and call it a day. But JRTC, like Diane said, it's a family. You know, it really brings the community together, your peers, and you get to make new friends, new connections, and learn many new ways to experience life, mm -hmm. to go about how you originally envisioned what you wanted to set for your goals. Well, great. I appreciate you both coming in, telling us about JROTC. This is just one more way for our students to get connected to their school. We appreciate it. Congratulations on your success and best of luck in the future. I know you're talking about college. You're looking at West Point, so we wish you the best in those two endeavors coming up next year. I want to thank everybody, too, as well for watching. We appreciate you being with us. Enjoy the holidays, and we'll be back in January with the next edition of the Lee Schools TV Podcast. Thank you.